Uh, I'm Brandon. I'm Chris. And this is Fill the Box. Welcome back, boys. Uh, we've been off for what? Two weeks? A couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, there was a crazy wild ice storm and weather and all that good stuff. So, uh, man, I, 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 we got a guest. And that's yeah. really exciting. So, before we get into that, we got to, you know, tone ourselves down and get into, uh, you know, just a little reflection on what we've been doing the past two weeks. You yeah. want to go first? Sure, man. It's just been, just been busy. You know, uh, that uh, when that weather came through, that was that happened to also be a busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just sort of was. Uh, I don't think that ice was quite as bad as everyone was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> uh, but it came in. Uh, that was why we had to reschedule some of what we were doing here but mm-hmm. had a busy week then had a busy week the week after a lot going on at home uh this is just getting into the busy season for my wife with softball oh yeah so readjusting to that schedule at home mm-hmm. is uh is uh taking an adjustment so we'll get into it it'll be fine but it takes a minute to get in that rhythm again you know yeah for sure yeah um so same uh i guess right so it's been slow season for doubtfire cleaning and so we're about to start picking up i've been doing payroll and we got a bunch of other you know irons in the fire uh but at work dude work has just been full-blown work right so i guess the day after all the inclement weather i went into work and uh getting off that tour ran a super complex call uh lady was started out talking initially and then she went into grunts and next thing you know by the end of it she was intubated and i heard she's on life support or whatever um just not a great way to end a tour where you've already had a stimmy accidents people were flown like all the things happened that tour and then to cap it off you're like all right i gotta intubate somebody after you've already been on the road for like 10 minutes just Mm -hmm. getting back out of your district towards the hospital. So that wasn't fun. Um, But with that, I realized I was burnt out. Um, I was, I was so upset after that happened. I was like, Whoa, I need to take a minute, evaluate, see what's going on. And I realized I was just like burnt the fuck up, like completely just mad at anything and everything. I even, I even looked back and noticed I went to work in a upset state. So mm. I know I need a vacation, schedule that soon. Uh, I need to take some time off and just separate myself from work for a minute. Sure. Um, and so the basis of that is what this whole podcast is about, right? So ooh, that's going to sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out eventually. Uh, so this podcast is about venting mental health and like getting things off your chest. Right. So our tagline says you're first due to your own problems. And I found that out firsthand just the other day. Right. Like I was like, Oh, looking around, nobody knows I'm burnt out. Right. I'm still happy. Go lucky. I'm still doing things, but I'm realizing, Oh, I am pissed. I am angry. There's something in my chest that makes me want to fight. Yeah. I was like, all right, I should probably take a little vacation at, at the minimum, make sure I have a few days on my four day to where I'm not doing anything. 
hey, so a four-day for you, I know you're 2448, so a four-day doesn't exist in your world. But we are 4896, so we have four <laughs> days every, you know, six day, every whatever the math is. Well, yeah, that. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, but if I take off a day, I get five. Um, If I take off a tour, I get ten. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so with that, this is our guest today, Jonathan Moore. Uh, he's one of my neighbors, turned out to be one of my really, really good friends, probably one of my best friends. Uh, he always lets my dog get out whenever I ask. Uh, he actually catches my dogs when they get out. Um, yeah, so that's cool. yeah, Coop was in the front of the neighborhood the other day. Dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get off work pull in the neighborhood and I'm pulling in In our neighborhood. You pull in, you kind of go to the right towards our house. And I look to the left at the basketball court and there's a little old black dog just peeing in the bushes (laughs) Yeah, and it's raining. It's cold and it's raining. And by cold, it's in that, that freeze that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So it's like 19 degrees. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, the, uh, I just, I stop and open the door and I go, Coop. He just parks up, runs, just jumps in the truck. <laughs> He's like, oh, thank God, I was cold. <laughs> so I send Brandon a text, and I was like, I got Coop, or w- whatever I sent to you. And he goes, that dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he said, Ashton just left to go find him. To yeah. go find him. But then I had to chase her down because she's just tunnel vision. She's looking, looking for, for the, the dog, dog not mm-hmm. looking behind her. But yeah, yeah, and then speaking of same day, that horse shit happened that night at dinner. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> there it is. Life, we, we can't get away from that shit, dude. Life was going life. That was that same day. Yeah, Chris actually got a really good photo of me because you had already left. Yeah, it was cold, <laughs> but I was pulling that. I hand jacked that five inch. Off the back of 35s. Yeah, I showed up to take pictures, and like, I come walking down the street, and Justin comes around the engine and sees me. He's like, Chris, hand jack this 5-inch the hydrant. I was like, damn, dude. No. <laughs> I came here to take pictures, not work. Not work, but... yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was... that was crazy. I was telling somebody. Somebody asked me about that this morning. I was getting off work. And uh, yeah, I was like, I was just standing there cooking. And all of a sudden, just bow, bow, bow. Bang on the door. The wife goes to the door with the boys. And I was like, I bet it's Mr. I bet it's Brandon. And uh It was. <laughs> <laughs> I turn and kind of look. So I turn to my left to look at the front door. And by that time the door had opened, but I don't hear my kids because my kids get super excited when they see Brandon. And uh I don't hear like Mr. Brandon. I don't hear anything out of my kids. So I kind of lean a little bit, see if I could hear. I don't hear anybody, and then something in me said, keep turning. And I just made like a little, just kept turning to the left and looked out the windows, and sure as shit, smoke boiling out of the house behind me, and I was I just, I was cooking. So I turned the eye off, and I ran by the wife, and I was like, her damn house is on fire. <laughs> Granted, it's in the freeze. So it's like 19 degrees. I'm in gym shorts, a T-shirt, and I'm barefoot. It was mm-hmm. pretty cold. Mm-hmm. And just run over there and meet Brandon in the front yard and uh make we find out that the owner's out with her kids and dogs. And we just we went in mainly just to kind of shut the doors, 
you know, kind of contain it wherever it was, trying to try and contain it, and see if there's anything else in the house. But uh, so what you didn't know was the reason I went in. So I asked that lady. I said, "Hey, how many kids do you have?" That's where I fucked up. Well, she has two. She does, yeah. She one, lives with one. Yes. But she has two. Mm. So she said, hey, there's two. In my brain, I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're going to go find somebody. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense why when you went in, you were shutting doors. And I'm like, hey, right side's clear. There's nobody <laughs> over here. Well, I went in and I've, I go by the door. Uh, I went by the door that leads to the garage, which is where like 99% of the fire was at the time mm-hmm. shut that door. And I made a loop through the mm-hmm. the bedroom, master bedroom. And I got, I can't say master bedroom anymore. Well, so the, the primary bedroom. Primary bedroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> PC. Yeah. The don't get me started on that. shit. <laughs> anyway, make a loop through the bedroom and living room and meet back up with you. And you're like, right side's clear. And I was like, I shut the door. <laughs> And we just came out, and you know, yeah. I was like, dude, honestly, if we can get a garden hose in here, just like put a green line on it. Yeah, they were all froze <laughs> over, all frozen. too. Yeah. But that's when the boys showed up, and we start helping pull a line and mm-hmm. everything else. And yeah. Every, the adrenaline kind of shot down, and I was like, I can't feel my toes. <laughs> I'm going to go home. Dude, that made me realize how bad I want to work with my friends, right? Like that was like we didn't even we didn't even talk, we didn't say a word. We just you just know. Yep. But well, you want to give us a little background on who you are? Oh yeah, what you do, do and we'll nope. get into it a little bit. <laughs> so I'm Jonathan, uh, 35. Got a wife. Got a freaking gold star medal of a wife. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. I got three boys. Well, they're five, three, and one. So really, what I have is a pack of hyenas. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she. I don't. I don't know that she knows like how grateful I am for her. Mm. So I probably need to go tell her that. The Valentine's Day is coming up. That is very true. <laughs> that is true. Put your money where your mouth is. Getting yeah, but we're frugal. Capitalism. We don't like to spend money. I just, just tell her. Oh, it's, it's the thought, right? Yeah. Like, like we were all gonna go in and try and buy. Uh, 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 uh. We're still gonna try to do that. <laughs> Did you tell her? Mine, mine already knows. Oh, mine don't. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're like surprise, surprise. I'm surprised. She surprise. does now. Well, she's whatever this comes something. out, yeah. Well, I mean, she, she knows something's coming, but that was a that was an unforeseen headache. Oh yeah, I was getting so mad. Oh yeah, dude. Like, whatever. Shouts right. out to Zach Bryan here. Uh, all my friends hate Ticketmaster. That's what we're talking about. Uh, so yeah, we were going to buy was... some concert tickets, and it's a pain. You yeah. have to beat so. Jonathan was in pre-sale, and he still got beat out by, what, 5,000 bots, 6,000? Yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, carry on, sorry. That's a mess. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I'll just wait for, like, the week of. Yeah. Which, honestly, that's probably how we plan stuff better anyways. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? I don't know. 
I don't even know what today is. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? You, you were talking about yourself. your family. Yeah. So married, three kids. Uh, I've been in Texas since. This 24. is 24. 24. So 2016, we moved here in 16. Um, I'm originally from Mississippi. Met my wife in college. Uh, rope a doped her in. <laughs> so I'll take that one, please. Like, when you, when you talk like, man, you made like way out of your coverage. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, heart of gold, man. Like, wouldn't wouldn't be near the person I am. Huh. I'm not even gonna say the man I am because I still do some really childish shit, and she puts up with it. Uh, yeah, wouldn't be wouldn't be near the person I am. Like, she is. She sees good in everybody. Like she sees the good in everybody, and everybody can. Uh... <laughs> I don't just... want to get off topic, but I just remembered I had that picture. So he, uh, you need to send that to me. That's funny. Yeah. So, so he's got a picture pulled up from that that fire we were talking about. Whenever we do, I know mm-hmm. I could probably put it on the screen whenever we. Yeah. Yeah. Get to see uh, that, but yeah. So if he if he can get it on the screen, that's the the five year old and the three year old. Um, they're clearly they're obsessed with like firefighter stuff because this <laughs> is what I do. Uh, but they don't like loud noises. <laughs> <laughs> this Which, is when they it, were uh, they were cutting, cutting the garage door with the yeah. K twelve. Mm-hmm. So I'm that's a little they call it the pirate ship, but it's some little play thing with a slide. And, I position it in the yard to where they can see out the backyard and like down the street. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I slid it over to where they could see more of the house and see the firefighters working. And, and now mind you, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. It's yeah. cold, cold. Yeah. And they didn't care. They were like, Oh, all oh, the firemen are doing stuff. <laughs> Cause we hear, cause there's a station like a mile from the house, right? So we just hear the sirens all the time. Right. And for for them to sit there and like, because they see pictures of me at work whenever they get, whenever we have fires or big incidents and um, they're still on the stage where like every call is a fire, yeah. even though we really just went and picked up Meemaw for the 14th time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, I like that. That's pretty good. If you zoom in a little more, you can tell that Baker's like, Kind of like. <laughs> I just I was watching him cut that door, and I looked over, and I was like, "Hey, I know those kids. Those kids are having a blast." Uh, but now the, yeah, the wife is a. Uh, I call her the woman. Cause she is. I mean, she's the woman. She's mine. She's for me. Uh. Some people don't like that. Like, you mean your wife? Because I told him one day, I was like, yeah, I flew the woman and kid. <laughs> she, what? <laughs> but, yeah, man, she's she's got a heart of gold. She sees the good in everybody, and she's not, what's the word we use? Uh, 
I guess jaded maybe mm-hmm. be a good word. Yeah. We're like, we're not, she says that I have no, no empathy. Mm-hmm. Maybe cause that's just been bowled out of me from all the <laughs> BS that we do. <laughs> so I'm 35, I graduated high school in 2006. And then, so the fall of my senior year in Mississippi, hurricane Katrina came through and I, I had known like the volunteer chief and some other guys in the department just because mm-hmm. the area that we live in, they're right there. And then we're out of school for like a month or two. So we're just like me and my dad cut out, take chainsaws and we're cutting, cutting roads and cutting trees out of roads, making paths for people to get in and out if need be. And then meet up with the volunteer department, those guys. And I just kind of just gravitated towards them. Mm-hmm. Go off to college. Try well, get to, I tried college. Um, I I don't know that I was school wise mature enough. Mm. Uh, I was just at the time it was just wasn't wasn't for me. Anyways, the volunteer department's like, hey man, you wanna you you turned eighteen and yada yada yada. Said, how do you want to go get certified? What is it? certified? What does that? What does that mean? And that what you get? You we'll send you to school, and it's you know Tuesday, Thursday volunteer, and you get your firefighter one and your firefighter two, but you don't. It's not like a career side. Just people get volleys get bad reps, but if they they're still trained and if they do a good job, it's like I'm not I'm not the guy that's gonna be like ah the fucking volleys yeah because I was one. That's where I started. There's a handful of guys back home in the volunteer department that I'll put up against a lot of them they're just and they're because they're just good dudes mm-hmm. so anyways, he's like yeah you'll be uh you'll be certified to uh you know you could go you can go in the fire and i was like sign me up <laughs> <laughs> like i can go in now and they were like yeah so because at the time i would go to calls and i was just a gopher and you know, watching them do what they do and then like basically just you know loading up hose at the end of the fire mm-hmm. and they're like yeah you can get certified to like go in <laughs> absolutely so I, I do that while i'm in college and colleges wasn't working out joined the the fire department the city department in my hometown mm-hmm. and uh met some met some great guys there super aggressive department uh had had a lot of good fires, a lot of a lot of good wrecks because there's the main highways that run through there, and it's 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 South Mississippi, man. It's two lane roads everywhere, oh, trees right, like yeah. so. Like if you like out here, out here you run off the road, you may run for seven damn miles before you hit a fucking tree. <laughs> <laughs> out there, you've got seven inches. Mm. Yeah, uh, so, man. We get just that pull really. It really pulled me in. So joined the department. Uh and then me and the wife were still uh at the time we were still kinda flirting around with each other. And I just I had a lieutenant that was like When uh when are you gonna make an honest woman out of her? <laughs> and I was like What do you what do you mean, boss? And he's like Stop hey, stop wasting her damn time. 
that 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 girl is way too damn good for you for you to be wasting her time mm. he's like make a decision and i thought about it thought about it and let me rephrase that i didn't think about it very long <laughs> <laughs> i was like hey you're fucking right yeah uh said so i ended up marrying her i asked her and uh she said yeah I don't know why the fuck she said yeah, but she did. So I'm glad she did. Uh, yeah, we go right back to her every time. Yeah, as it should. She's as a, it should. She, she's, a, she's a rock, man. She, for my low expectations, like, I don't think the general public understands how just stupid the general public is. <laughs> Seriously. So, like, I'm just jaded by it, and I see it all the time. She's like, well, maybe he was having a bad day. I'm like, fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) But you think about it, and this goes right back to this podcast. Maybe he was having a bad day. Probably. Maybe they're just stupid. We talk about that all the time. We go on calls, and like all of us are like, man, oh, fuck that guy. He's such an asshole. And then we'll get back, and we kind of think about it. We're like, yeah, he was having a pretty pretty shitty time. (laughs) (laughs) He did fall in his own shit today. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's just, he's the damn country song right there in front of us. And man, she sees the good in people and, and she's, she's helping me to see it. And the, the more good people I surround myself with, the more they're helping me see it too. Right. And then, cause I was, I don't give a shit about your problems. Yeah. Your problems are your problems. You're wasting my time because you think this is a serious problem. Like, like I, I don't care about your problems. And then now I'm like, it all correlates. Yep. Like, yeah. And then because what he's going through or she's going through now, I I might be doing it in a week, right, or an hour. So, well, it's an interesting point to bring up though because it, it's something I've thought about more recently. Um, that I think you're exactly right as in the job that we do, mm-hmm. all you do is see people's problems all day yeah. and you, all you do is see the bad and the bad people and all this stuff. And so it, it jades your mind into all you see is the bad mm-hmm. everywhere yeah. we go. All I see is bad. The assumptions I have about people are bad. Like I mm-hmm. always immediate. I, I never assume people are doing good. Like, <laughs> I'll never, look at somebody and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that guy's up to no good. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so as, as a Christian, that's difficult, right? Because you're supposed to, like, understand that everybody's got their problems going yeah. on. They're all trying right. to make it, right? And mm-hmm. it's hard to do that when all you see at work is the bad side of it. And, there, are, yeah, there's people out there that they're just not good. Like, yeah. they're doing bad shit. But we still have to do right by them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I fell hard on that a uh, year and a half, two years ago, maybe. The seeing the bad in everybody and just it was the so that the area that I was working in, uh, we had one little intersection hangout in that neighborhood, and we started calling it Narcanistan. <laughs> we gave <laughs> gallons of this shit, dude. Like we, you'd be squirting it up somebody's nose over here and then they'd be hollering over there and like whether it's bad batches or they're just doing what they do mm-hmm. yeah. just you know people are gonna do what people do so 
but it well. it now knowing now it it all kind of stems from a call that I ran when I was like 18 or 19 in the volunteer department. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, this whole thing's on like mental health and how do you deal with it? And, you know, I don't know that I've ever had to, had, I don't know, was it, was one of those questions like, uh, I don't know, somewhere, scroll down a little bit so I can see it. Yeah, so, it's like I haven't really paid attention to mental health because I don't necessarily think that I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's clearly becoming a thing mm-hmm, because yeah. more people are talking about it. Right. And then now, hindsight, I was dealing with it mm-hmm. because all of those people that we were going to for the the and it's and it's not me took too much medication. Right. Or uh you got a bad batch or is it's the people that we're going to like you walk up and you're like, God damn Chris, look, look what the fuck? Mm. Give him Narcan again. Not you. First name that came up. <laughs> Clearly, you yeah. know, <laughs> but talking about like the burnout really. And we go to drug addict after drug addict after drug addict. And we're just the same. It's always, it's the same people. It's the same neighborhoods. It's the same apartment complexes. And you just get tired of it. And what I found out by, um, after some heated arguments with the guys I worked with was there's something, there's something triggering that mm-hmm. there's a re cause I've never been like that. And there's a reason. And I talked, called, called some old officers that had retired or still on the job and like talking to them. And and he was like, and you gotta, you gotta take care of you. So, uh, wh- wherever you think there's, that's coming from somewhere, it's stemming from something. And I just got to thinking, and it's a call that I ran as a volunteer, 18, 19 years old. Like, uh, I wasn't an EMT yet. Uh, I was just a Band-Aid bandit. Like, uh, I mean, just coming in and being like, oh, yeah, all right. And then you're just, you're just standing over the EMS bag, like handing them stuff that you don't even know what the name of it is. You have no mm-hmm. idea what's going on. Yeah, I have like, no yeah. idea what's going yeah. on. Absolutely nothing. I'm just here. <laughs> right? And so, ladies, back home, country roads, twisty turny. Old girl comes around the curve, and they hit square up. Like, the the red Dodge Durango, where the Durango, the Ram symbol is, mm-hmm. hit where the uh, driver headlight of this brand-new Toyota Tundra. Mm-hmm. And the Toyota Tundra symbol hit right smack dab on the driver headlight. I mean, they hit flush. And it sent this little three-year-old girl straight through the windshield. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and the mom, the lady driving the Durango, um, was just like wandering around like a fucking zombie, mm-hmm. and like her, like her, she, uh, she had broke her arm right, right behind the wrist, and it was just flailing around, mm-hmm. and then she was just wandering around. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? And I see this little girl laying there, 
And then uh, one of the girls that responded uh, right before me, she's working on her. And she was a, she was an EMT. She was already an EMT and she was in nursing school. Mm-hmm. So she knew way more shit than I did. Right. <laughs> right. And uh, like, I knew your basic first aid, mm-hmm. like C-spine and, like this is this is supposed to twist, but this isn't supposed to twist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. basic anatomy. Um, and I'm just sitting there trying to help, do what I can for her. And I look over, and the lady. This this little girl's deader than shit. Right. Right. We're just we're just doing what we can. So we land the bird, send her off. Uh, to, I mean, she she ended up dying, but they ended up uh, like she. I think. I don't know how we found out, but she ended up donating her ended up donating her eyes, her mm-hmm. heart, her kidneys. Like she she donated wow. like that. That body was like that little girl ended up saving a lot more lives wow. by by losing hers mm. at the hands of a drug addict because she was she was methed out of her mind. Right. She didn't even know that she had the daughter in the car. Mm. Ooh. So the reason the daughter in the car went through the windshield was because she was sitting in a so she's three mind you two three small she might have been 30 pounds mm-hmm. uh, like the cutest little blondish brown curls blue mm-hmm. eyes like I, I can tell you everything about this little girl uh so she i'm getting fucking worked up talking about it uh I, guess, right. I just got warm yeah uh yeah. I don't talk about it because it fucks me up. Mm, it makes yeah. me mad <laughs> again. Yeah. Uh, so she's in a booster seat and not like a car booster seat. It's the little fucking plastic cup thing that you put in a booth at a restaurant. Mm. Mm. That's what she was sitting on in the back. Right. She's not buckled in. It's not strapped in. So impact straight through the windshield, probably hit the other car. Mm-hmm. flipped over roll. I mean I can't imagine right uh, so hopefully hopefully as soon as she hit that windshield she died right I, yeah. I mean it sounds bad but I, I hope for that little girl that it did that right um, and then the driver <clears throat> of the Toyota she was just sitting on the on the uh, in the ditch kind of rocking back and forth holding her holding her stomach and I go over there and I ask her if she's okay and what can I do and she's like no I'm fine like just go 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 deal with them right Come to find out, uh, we should have flew her too, because she crashed on the ambulance on the way in. Massive internal bleeding, broken ribs, sternum, hips were messed up. I didn't know any of that shit, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know shit about fuck, right? At this point, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're dealing, you're dealing with a call, you're dealing with multiple calls, or you're having to deal with, uh, like internal shit mental stuff mm-hmm. and uh it's h-o-w-z-e oh yeah uh, uh I, I knew that so he is so travis house had said like when we go on a mission when he was in the military he's like you know we're going on a mission or even the fire department he's like going to a CPR or something like that. Like you can be fucked up and you can be dealing with your shit, but right now I need you to suck it up. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can yeah. be fucked up later. Mm-hmm. Well, how later is later? 
Yeah. But for real though, so I mean, I've noticed so pediatric CPRs. Mm. For me, I don't know how other people do it, but for me, I cannot leave the rig until I cry. We pull it into the station or we're on the way back, but I can't step a foot out of that rig until I cry. I have to I have to see those emotions. I have to process it. I have to get the brain at least working on it. And then I can step off and get back into station life. Yeah. And I think I think one of the things that has helped me at least get 14 years to 12, 14 years past that call mm-hmm. and not dealing with shit was because I never went into a call of, oh, that's Jeff or this is Amanda or that's Charlie. Right. It was patient one, patient two, patient three. Yeah. Right. Do your job. Do it to the best of your ability. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. But like you're not you, the patient, you're not going to fail on, you're not going to fail because I'm not going to do my job. Right. Um, but then we went right back to Narcan, 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 Narcan. Fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck this girl. Mm-hmm. Fuck her. Like, yeah. And it goes right back to the mom that wrecked, that had no idea. She had just picked her daughter up from school mm. and head on collision and killed her. Mm. And that that's kind of how they correlated to like going to those calls. I'm on the rig and we're going to an overdose call and I'm already, as soon as I step on that engine, I'm already, fuck these people. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that. I can't do that. It's not me. It, it doesn't look good for me. It doesn't look good for the department. Mm-mm. And it and it's not good for my guys. Mm-mm. Yeah, with me, um, and and having having to deal with that, and really not having anybody to deal with it with, because they didn't know. Mm-mm. All they saw was this guy just being angry. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you hate these people? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I never yeah. met him, but fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it, that's 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 just a small snippet of how it'll sneak in there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know because you talk about mental health, and it's you never see the beginnings. Right. That was the beginnings for me. Mm-hmm. And nobody saw it. Nobody knew it. I didn't tell them. Nope. Because I didn't know. So that's kind of how it'll sneak in there, and and then it and I. And personally, it doesn't take long to just explode out of control, and now you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many times have you heard me say, hey, man, it's not that hard to not be an asshole? A lot. Like, these these people called 911. You're, you're the guy. Yeah. You signed, whether you're the guy that signed up because you wanted to be a fireman because all you wanted to do was fight fire, well, guess what? That's not the way the fire service. That, works yeah, that's not. That's not the '60s anymore. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. just running fire after fire. Uh, we we're in here. We're in here for everybody. Um, what's the what's the old? I think it's military. It's for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, but uh, I'm not here for me. I'm here for we, and we are here for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, it's like we talked about <clears throat> on the last episode briefly. I brought up uh, the idea of when you get to work in the morning, 
doesn't matter what you got going on at home. doesn't matter what you got going on in your mm-hmm. life. When you get to work, you have to take an inventory of where you're at and evaluate, am I having a positive impact on my surroundings or a negative impact on my surroundings? And if I'm having a negative impact on my surroundings, on my crew, on my station or whatever, mm-hmm. that's on me. I got to I gotta change that because it does nobody any good for me to be in a bad mood or be negative. Right. Um, it does nothing but but create negative energy and mm-hmm. bring everybody else gets brought down with you. So it, it sets there's the tone. N- yes, absolutely. God, and from personal experience, there's nothing worse than getting on the rig with a negative Nancy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's nothing worse than walking in, in the morning and be like, Sup fellas, howdy. Morning. Morning. And you can already tell old grumpy pants over there. Uh, oh, oh shit, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, like nobody needs that. Yeah. Like, you didn't complain about every call. Dude, I had just, a chief. Just run the call, man. I had a chief the other day. Um, we are, walk. everybody's walking into the building, you know, shit's about to start. It's going to be a day. And we're still trying to figure out what day it's going to be. And he comes in and he's talking about, like, uniforms and, like, uh, somebody did something to the rig. Like, bro, hey, how about we start with a good morning? Hey, hey, chief. How's it going? You know, like, how are you doing today? Are we going to have a good day? Yeah, we're going to have a great day. And then, you know, probably around lunchtime, how about you come shit on it? Yeah. Don't, like, if you're going to start the day that way, saying in the fire service, as the first five minutes of the fire goes, is how the fire will go, right? And the same thing goes for your day. You could ruin a day in the first five minutes. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just one of those things to where like you have to take inventory of what you got going on and then go, all right, I'm going to be a little bit of an asshole. So let me stay away from people. Mm-hmm. Let me recluse myself for a minute until I can figure out what I got going on. And then once I figured out what I got going on, you go, Hey, all right, cool. I was the asshole. There was some stuff that happened. Yeah. Now I fixed it. Now I'm back in the game. Yeah. And so. Well, it's like every shift, like you can have a good shift, but every single shift, it, you know, there's going to be something that you're not ready for, something you're not expecting, whether it's, yes. we got to go do this project. We got a mm-hmm. shitty call. We got whatever. Chief mm-hmm. calls staffing. Like, hey, I need you to, yeah, staffing, like, <laughs> all this stuff. You know that there's stuff coming down the line at some right. point in the shift. Mm-hmm. So if you start the day on a bad foot, uh, it's just you're not going anywhere. If you mm-hmm. can start the day on a positive note, everybody's good to go. You can you can kind of work through it all together, and everybody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, and I think I've realized so you don't have to be, dude, happy go lucky. You don't oh, yeah. have to be. Yeah. I'm ready to go. That's Let's super do annoying. It. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to be that guy. <laughs> you don't have to be the two week guy. Yeah, but if <laughs> but if you're down let me help you get up to at least my level, yeah. right? Because, you know, they're going to be those happy-go-lucky guys. And maybe together, once we get to the same level, we can reach that guy's level, yeah. right? And it, uh, that would make the day go by so much smoother, yeah. right? And so you kind of have to let people in, right? Like you kind of have to, let, oh, all yeah. right, I'm fucked up today. I'm going to need some help. Let me go get Chris. Let me go get J-Mo. Let's yeah. figure it out. You gotta reach reach back and pull somebody up with you. Mm-hmm. Yes, I heard that. I don't know where I heard it, but I heard it. I Man, we had. I don't a, know if it was biblical or. 
I'm the, I'm not the most Jesusy person, right? So like, <laughs> like I know a couple of lines, but it's a big book. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's <laughs> like it's because I I got that's a different story. Something uh, along the lines of of kind of being in the right headspace for your shift. Uh, we had a call the other day uh, that was pretty stressful. Um, long story short. We're mopping the floor in the evening, and tones go off. We hear dispatch for the address for our station for choking. We're like, huh, okay. Go outside. They're like, hey, they're in the parking lot. We go outside. No cars in the parking lot. Nobody's there. So we're trying to figure out what's going on. Turns out is it with the ambulance station down the street. So we haul over there. Um, what had happened was it was a, like an 18-month-old kid uh-huh. that choked and then like really choked. And oh, stop breathing. No pulse. Nothing. Mom had called nine one one, and then basically decided the phone call was taking too long, or something like that. Something happened, and she said, "I'm going to the fire station." Okay. Fortunately, she lived like thirty seconds down the street from the ambulance station, so she went there. So they're gone. Thankfully for us, uh, she didn't come to our station because that would have been even more stress. But mm-hmm. she went there. Fortunately, both medics and the supervisor were there. But they're never there. Right? Every time yeah. I drive by, they're <laughs> yeah. never there. Fortunately, they were all there. So she shows up, hammering on the door. They've heard the alert for us for a choking. Well, then hammering on the door, open the door, and this lady's standing there with an 18-month-old kid yeah, who's dead, yeah. basically, and just fix it. So long story short, they do a, one round of CPR, get this kid back. Uh, we show yeah. up. We're working on it, work on there for a while, take him to Cook's, and – they extubated him, I think, a day, two two days later, zero deficits. Hell He's yeah. good. Love that. Um, good deal. The point of the story for this, though, is that talking with my buddy, who was one of the medics there, mm-hmm. he said, he was like, man, we answered the door, and my brain just shut off for like 30 seconds. Because usually when we get a call, we have the bells go off, we go to the truck, we have however long it takes to get to the call for us to mentally get in gear for what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's rarely answer the door, here's a dead kid. Yes. Fix it. No, right? Never. So he was like, yeah. it took me 30 seconds to get my brain to figure out what was happening and figure out what to do mm-hmm. to fix it, right? And yeah. So that was something that I, I've never experienced that. Like I've had, we've had walk-ups and stuff, but it's never been that serious. Like no. that's, that's pretty yeah. much as bad as it can get on a walk-up. Right. Dude. Um, so we talked about it after, uh, two of us rode in with them to the, the hospital. And we talked about it for a little bit afterwards and, and debriefed with the rest of the crew. But that was kind of one of the big things we talked about was you kind of, you're used to having that time to, to prepare mm-hmm. and not having that time was a real shock for the brain. So, <laughs> If you can imagine having that on top of your already mentally checked out would be a big problem. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I can't even. So as a medic, I can't even imagine not having that warm up. Right. Because right? that's what I call it. I call it a warm up. Right. Yeah. You're driving to the call in your brain. So most of the time, like at night, you wake up and your brain's like, all right, I'm at work. All right. I got to yeah. get my gloves on. I got to do this. I got to do that. This was the name. This was the type of call. So yeah, I automatically yeah. know this, what. This is the protocol I need to, to be in, and yeah. this is the ways it could go. Right. These are my. Uh, Here's my differential options. diagnosis. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine coming into one a pediatric CPR without 
any heads up. Right. (laughs) And then two, I couldn't imagine like, oh, yeah, now we have to go to work. And also I have to call the truck or I have to call like I need I need more hands. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. That's Mm. a. So we've at my old station, we've had walk ups that have been shot. Okay, cool. You're still alive. Right. Like I can still kind of meander my way through Mm -hmm. like sample, Mm -hmm. like your basic stuff. That? Yeah. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Fuck me running, right? I I think I think they estimated he had been down like five or six minutes Mm. not breathing by the time. And that's getting close to Uh, that's why I like if she lived anywhere other than where she lived, it would have been game over. A problem. Right. And so Fortunately, her making that decision of screw it, I'm going. I'm just going. I'm not waiting. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Saved his life. Yeah. Uh, but then, just showing up and them like talking with them, they weren't super optimistic at the beginning that that was going to go well. <laughs> Obviously, uh, here's my limp baby. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, I think they did one round of CPR, got him back, and I mean, he wasn't in great shape, but he was alive. He was. Yeah. He was making mm-hmm. noise. Yeah. So. Mm. Could could you imagine? First of all, kudos to mom. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. How how many people like, not counting our wives, right? Mm-hmm. Because of what we do and yeah, what 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 my wife does and like. How how many people are 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 gonna see that and go? We're going to the, we're going to the fire station. Well, we it's see right it all there. the time on uh, other random calls you go on. You, we see it all the time of people that make irrational decisions or can't make a decision. <laughs> can't just it's like frozen in even in like m- relatively minorly stressful situations. Yeah. So for her to be able to be in like her kids dying, dead, yeah. like for her to be like, I know what I need to do. I'm going, mm-hmm. and I know huge. I'm going to do it now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, so, you think yeah. about uh, with you, two. I think she had two other kids with her too. So she threw them all in the car and was like, we got to go. Go. Yeah. yeah I ain't worried about buckling yet. Nothing. Hang yeah. on, boys. Let's go. Oh, I mean, we pulled up to their station. And there's an SUV out front. All the doors are open. And the bay door's open. And we were like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I like, so you think about it, though, right? We go to calls all the time, and it's like, oh, it's 2 a.m., and I've had toe pain. And you're like, why didn't you call during regular business hours? Right. Oh, because they couldn't make a decision. They yeah. like it hurts, but I don't know if I it's think if I take another Tylenol. Yeah, like right. they couldn't make a real decision. And that lady, God, she needs a challenge coin because kudos yeah. to her for like brain. Let's yeah. go in the car. We're going to the to the paramedics. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. So next question for you. Um. Oh, let's see. What is your motivation from day to day in your career, personal life, etc.? So how do you keep yourself, one, um, on track, on task, mentally, right? Like, so how do you keep that thing churning in a good, positive way? What's, what's the best compliment you can give to a fireman? If we're talking about another dude that's a fireman, what's the best compliment you could give that guy? If you're talking to me about him, that's a good fireman. 
So what is always said and heard is like, oh, that guy's a solid dude. Yeah. Um, now what that means in my brain, so when I hear that, I was like, oh, dude, that guy is committed. He's trustworthy. He's consistent. And he is, he's a follow through. That guy hits his mark every yeah. time. So for, for me, it's that go-to guy. Like it's the guy that you point at and you're like, he can do it. Like, Ooh, like you hear yeah. chiefs, like good chiefs mm-hmm. on the fire ground talk about a lot. They're like, I want the crew that I can look at. I, and I know when they're there, I can tell them to do something and they're mm-hmm. just going to do it. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's looking at it and be like, that guy can do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's probably my biggest, uh, on, on the career side, on like a personal for the career side. Right. If you can look at me and be like, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I don't know that I can get any bigger praise than that. Yep. Um, some some people may talk about me, and fuck that guy. <laughs> and, and hey, I, you got to have those guys. Yeah, like, but but something in me that like everybody likes praise, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not in this for the praise, mm-hmm. but I want to be good enough at my job that when my name comes up, you go, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ca- career side, that's that's probably one of the biggest ones. Um, personal is like I've I've thought about it and I go back and forth and like I just like what I do, right? Yeah, I I can't go get a cubicle job. Oh no, I can't. I I get to live a little kid's dream Mm -hmm. every third day. I get to go spend the night at the firehouse with the boys, <laughs> and maybe we get to go fuck some shit up, Tear down or we get to walls. save a life. Word. Or maybe we pick up Meemaw thirteen times. <laughs> I don't know, but hey man, if I'm doing it, the guys I like hanging out with, man, uh, it's like picking up Meemaw yeah. ain't that bad. Yeah, right? you know? yeah, like let's just let's go. Yeah. Hey, Bimo, uh, try to stay in bed tonight, all right? Yeah. Gonna, I, I tell you we're what. We're going to slide this recliner over here so you can't get <laughs> When we go on calls but, and we run by y'all's neighborhood, I just run the siren. Just, oh, yeah. And my kids are you like, guys love it. Dude, my, my kids so are lighting much. up. But uh, I want to make I want to make my kids uh, kids and the wife proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I didn't grow up in a very lovey-dovey family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like hugs and kids. Like, what the fuck is that? Get off me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so here in, so, like here in my brother-in-law's family, like hugs, kisses, love you, hope you have a good day, yada, Notes yada. boxes and shit. Yeah. 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 And like, so like, and then we hang around the, like his family, like when we, at the time, and it was mm-hmm. like, what the? fuck is going on <laughs> so like i um I'm, I'm trying to change that with my kids mm-hmm. and like I don't know, i'm 35 i don't know that i ever got a at a boy good job from proud of you from yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's just not what we did right i know i know that he does mm-hmm. oh yeah he's so proud of you dude but i don't i don't hear it i don't talk to him I mean, I talk to my dad. Like, I don't, like, that's not a. That's not the conversation. No. It's like, hey, man, what tool should I use? Yeah. 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 So, 
So trying to make a point to let my kids know that. Dude, I got to tell you, I got to, I got to tell the damn joke again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what's the easiest way to, to it's laughter, right? Yeah. Just having fun. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a dad and you follow all these like, uh, like dad joke pages and stuff. Mm-hmm. God, dude, I was, I laughed way too hard at this joke. <laughs> And I told y'all earlier, but I'm going to tell it again because maybe somebody listening is going to get a kick out of it. It says, what has five toes but isn't your foot? My foot. (laughs) That's so bad. (laughs) I heard that, and I cracked up for way too long. And then, like, why why does a pterodactyl... uh, uh, why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? Because the pee is, is silent. silent. Mm. And like, just stupid, dumb oh, did you dad jokes. And so you had sent me a video the other day. Of, I'm pretty sure it was you. Uh, he was a cop. He's a comedian now. He's a cop. And he oh, talks yeah. about mm-hmm. when he was running the beat and they go to this guy that had shot himself, took his face off. And he said that, like, the detective or whoever, the, the senior guy or whatnot comes in and he gets the guy's ID and he looks at the ID and he looks at the guy and he looks at us and he looks at the guy and he looks at his ID and he takes his thumb and he covers the fucking face and goes, you think that's our guy? <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucked up and it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Dude. But yeah. I don't know that people understand that. Ooh, your wife would not get that. She's too sweet. Oh, she would go. Mm. She'd be. Oh, she'd give yeah. me the face. Yeah, she would yeah. be yeah. real mad at you. Yeah, yeah. And there's, Jonathan, that is dark. Don't do that. And what's crazy is she works in the NICU. Yeah. So like, mentally, she works on babies smaller than this bottle. And so, like for me, when I see it, I'm like, Sarah, how are you not like with us on this? Right. Like, <laughs> like we're because here's the thing. I don't understand how she's not as jaded and fucked up as we are because we see the people. Yeah. She sees their kids. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Was that her telling about us, telling us about the parents that came in all methed up trying to see their kid? Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, could... she works on babies that, that are like they're born having withdrawals. Mm hmm. Like, if that doesn't make me want to shoot somebody in the fucking face, you know what I mean? Like, just take it old school. Just start beating ass. But, like, yeah, so she she sees, uh, and the best part of her job sometimes is she gets to see the wonderful names that they name their babies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're getting worse. Fuck, <sighs> man. Yeah. Don't so first of all, you got all the Braden, Jaden, Hayden, Caden, Waden, Dayden. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Making a rap book? God. Yeah. And it, but then you go over to La La hyphen A. It's La Dasha. Oh, and then you have that's a good one, yeah. yeah, that's my un, like uh his, uh his his name's Will. His legal name is I will arise and walk with Jesus. <laughs> We're just gonna call him Will. No shit, you're gonna shorten that one. I would, but like it's Jake with a C H. 
My favorite. J A Y K E. My favorite one I've heard is uh, Pajamas. Ooh. But the way you spell it is pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> pajamas. Pajamas. Oh, God. Yeah, she has gotten some kids before and she's like, You're just baby A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come here, little baby. For real, though. And, she'll, and she's got to do all her thing. Oh, speaking of NICU, she's got to get IVs and shit. So the next time you miss an IV on a big old fucking boiler maker of a mm-hmm. vein, just know that she's getting them. In. Oh, geez. She's threading needles, yeah. man. She talks about like having to get them in foreheads. Could you imagine dropping a 18 in somebody's forehead? I can imagine it. I, I, I can mean, imagine I it. <laughs> Dude. But, I could only so what y'all don't get to see is right. So we get to take these patients that we do crazy shit like that, and we take them into the hospital. And every time there's a doc, and he goes, "The fuck did you do that for?" <laughs> well, doc, they needed medicine. I needed a line, and they got it between the eyebrows. I don't know what you want from me. I can remember stories of uh, so back home. I worked on the ambulance on the side. Mm-hmm. And I was an ambulance driver. Ooh, wee woo. Because I was an EMT barely. Oh, yeah. That's what that B stands for. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just driving along. And so the medic is an old Marine. And he's a medic. And like, I don't, I, from you remember the guy from Trailer Park Boys that had the big bubbles? bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We watch that like every night. So yeah. yeah. Bruh. Okay. So I don't know if the camera's still going. But old boy's gonna get a line. That's the arm. He, the softest, sweetest voice. It's like, and he he's gonna tell you everything he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. And he's step by step. And he's like, "All right, well, you need an IV, so I'm gonna give you an IV. Be a little poke, okay? You ready?" Right. <laughs> and he looks like he's fucking waving at people. He's trying to shake off like a booger or something. <laughs> And but as soon as his hand, as soon as these fingers touch the skin, smooth as glass. Ooh. Sitting still, driving on a bumpy damn road, just mm. consistent. And I, I can honestly say, out of out of the, the two to three years that I'd worked for that company, and then however many shifts I worked with him, mm-hmm. I can honestly say that I don't know that I ever saw him miss. Well. Mm. A, a, AC, like, I don't know all the terminologies, but like ACs, EJ, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like he gave 14s to a kid. Mm. Like, yeah. Bilateral 14s. Damn. I was like, Jesus Christ, you're putting telephone poles in this dude's arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, but I mean, he needed it. He needed a, I think he drilled him and gave him two 14s. Damn. Because he tried to shoot himself. Mm. With a rifle, and I'm—I don't know how anatomically. I think he had to reach out there with a toe, mm-hmm. and I guess when—I don't know—but it moved, and it went in here, right, right below his collarbone, right in that soft meat where there's really nothing there. Yeah, and just obliterated his shoulder blade. Yeah, so we're just like gauze, 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 ABD pad, trouble pad, the gauze, mm-hmm. gauze. We're just packing this shit. Yeah. Right, lay him on the backboard, fly him out, get him strapped down. And uh, the ambulance, I was talking to the flight crew later. They said, yeah, when we slid him out and we moved him over, mm-hmm. all that padding came out, and it just 
they were like this sound that it made <laughs> when it hit the ground. Mm. It was like like warm curdled milk, like dropping oh. just oh. dropping a big tub of yogurt on oh. the floor. Splat. And oh. they were like, Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fourteen like sending he was sending some fluids. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then he's he was like blood later. He's like, let's let's I don't know, there's Tartrate. I don't know. Yeah. Sl- slow it down, basically, mm-hmm. so we don't flood him and kill him. Because yeah. apparently, you need more blood than fluid. It's most of the time. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is that, uh, and I learned this mm-hmm. when I first became an EMT, barely. Mm-hmm. And it was it was how he said it, and it stuck with me ever since. But air goes in and out. Blood goes round and round. Mm-hmm. Any deviation of that gets a rapid infusion of diesel. Yep, exactly it. And I'm just like, all right. And, yeah. you, and you can work off that on mm-hmm. every call. Yep. Mm-hmm. Air's going in, but it ain't coming out that good. You got a problem. Mm-hmm. Air ain't going in. Got a problem. Yep. You look like Swiss cheese. Every time I do a compression, <laughs> you look like a damn geyser. Yep. Old faithful over here. That's exactly it. So... And as a medic, we get to fix a lot. Um, we had a call last tour, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do anything here. We're going to need to step this up. I don't carry whole blood. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's light sirens, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. We're rolling, right? Like, And there's not a lot of situations you get into like that. You're like, there's always something you can do. Sure. Nah, I already started my IV, and then I had nothing to put into it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go before he gets hemodynamically unstable. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> we both went. Yeah. <laughs> I heard hebo. So, <laughs> I, I know what that means, but I thought he said T-boned. Honestly, <laughs> All right. turn the lights on. So, right. have you ever been reunited with a save? Uh, <laughs> I should have been. I was on that call, but when they got reunited, I was already fired from that job. <laughs> oh, the task book job? Yeah. Shout out this to Baltimore City. This goes right back to it's the little things. It's the little things, boys. And I'm a I'm a testament that it's the little things. Get your shit together. <laughs> was it episode one? Uh-huh. Yeah, episode yeah. one is the mm-hmm. little things, brushing your teeth. And then you also Oh, ended that might have been the preamble. Yeah. That's the preamble. Well, one of them. Yeah. Uh, and then you also ended it with, hopefully our next guest doesn't flake. I didn't flake. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that wasn't, that. yes. That made the cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So we could sit here. All day. Yeah, we You could get your alcoholic Arizonas now. Yeah. Uh, I don't I got, know. You haven't, you haven't drank in a year. I got so 18 days. You haven't drank in a year, so mm-hmm. it might yeah. take one tea. <laughs> yeah. Floored. You're just speaking cursive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, we could sit here all day. And this, and, and you need to do this mm-hmm. at the yep. station yeah. with your guys. Yeah. Round tables. You get done eating... Sit down, mm-hmm. bullshit with each other. Fuck with each other. Yeah. I mean, be nice about it. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, that's, I mean, that's a lot of the reason that we're wanting to do this podcast, right? It's like we mm-hmm. don't really know 
exactly what we want to talk about, but the whole point of it is to, I ain't certified in none of this shit. <laughs> the whole point of it is just to get talking, right? Like, right. I, I don't know if anybody's going to, like, I know some people are going to listen to it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who's listening to it for what reason. Mm-hmm. Like, we just want to talk and make yeah. it okay to get shit out there. Like, we got into some stuff today that most people probably wouldn't talk about ever with, with anybody else. But that's what you got to do. I'm not. I'm not perfect. I will never be perfect. Jesus Christ is the only one that's ever been perfect. Mm-hmm. I I can just try to be good, mm-hmm. and I can try to be good at what I do. And when things arise that prevent that, how do we circumvent that? Because I don't know. Unless this whole mental health era that we're in, mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd have figured out why I was madder than fuck it, drug heads. Dude. And so it started off it started off kind of weird, right? Like it was the Me Too movement and the safe space thing, and there was a bunch. There was like, oh dude, that is that is you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't have any of that. I I guess fuck us, right? But then that's when I realized, I was like, oh, there's a lot of people who don't have that. But it's they just do different. have this. Yeah, it's a different, like, space of mental health. I don't need a safe space. Well, it's like, we don't need, I don't want to wrap you in bubble wrap. Like, I don't want no. to prevent you from experiencing these things in the world because you can't get away from it. These Mm-mm. things are going to happen. It's just how you deal with it process afterwards mm-hmm. i'm glad you said that so i have adhd and it only takes one syllable sometimes to be like this that he said yep. this word and that word goes in this sentence that i heard hey, travis howes said putting our trauma on a pedestal mm-hmm. you said a word that had p in it pedestal you're putting your trauma on a pedestal you are going to a call or you leave a call that let's just say the new guy you've got is kind of fucked up by it. Mm-hmm. What what what's to say that he can't be fucked up by that? Because you're not bothered by it because you've been on 10, 14, 20 years and it's not bothering you. Yeah. So I've seen this, I've seen that, I've seen this. It doesn't compare to the shit we just saw. So you don't get to be fucking sad about it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of that way because I didn't know any better. Right. But now I'm like, man, what's fucked up to me? Like, man, that was a bad call. Might be, or that's not even that bad. Is oh, they had a wreck. Like we ran a wreck the other night. Old boy ran into a tree, and it fucked him up. He was DRT, and like we were trying to find his leg because mm-hmm. it wasn't there. Where it was supposed to be. Where it's mm. supposed to be. And I could tell that it was violently ripped off mm. because he didn't have that nice smooth nub where people that don't have legs, it's mm-hmm. nubbed off, right? No, yeah. this was like... <laughs> that was there recently, and now it's <laughs> yeah. not. It was attached. <laughs> yeah. Now it's not. And I could tell that one of the newer guys was like... Mm. Oh, but yeah. what's to say, oh, yeah. that's not that bad to me. That's whatever. It's just a leg. That's work. Yeah. But now he might be super fucked up about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goes right back to to like Travis Howell's talking about like putting trauma on a pedestal and you got to stop. That's not a competition. No, it's yeah. not. It's like guys are like, 
oh, I'm so tired. It's like, oh, you're so tired, man. I was up all night last night. Blah, blah. I, was, I don't I care. do that with my wife. Yeah. I do that with my wife. She We're goes, both tired, sure. She goes, I was up with the babies. Like, I only got like well, I was two up hours with grown sleep. babies. <laughs> I was up with motherfuckers with stubbed toes. <laughs> Way worse. Yeah. And that, so back to the wives. The shit that they do day in and day out while we're at work. The days that it is daddy daycare and she's at work. Oh, worst days. Fucking help. (laughs) (laughs) I love my kids so much and it's so much fun getting to raise them. But, oh, man, without her. Mm. And so women. uh, All right. Let's get into it. Women have women have a spot. They have an ability. Uh, yes. Like a lot of women go, Oh, I'm just as good as a man is like, no, you're not. We, we have two different roles and it really shows like you won't see it until you become a parent and you're raising kids. But like, she just knows, she knows their mannerism. She knows what they need, when they need it, before mm-hmm. they need it. And it, 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 that's why her days, that's why she can do, 24 48 hour stretches and i can only do 15 minutes like yeah. that's what she, separates the men from the boys i mean the women from the men understands my my wife specifically understands the caveman grunts that my one-year-old does mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. oh he wants a pouch how the fuck do you know that <laughs> Like what made? Because you... I've changed his diaper, I changed his shirt, I tried to give him a banana, which he devoured, but now he's still un. So, so my daughter for a couple of years ate basically exclusively peanut butter sandwiches. Like nice. that's what she wanted all the time. And then about six months ago, she decided that she didn't like peanut butter and sandwiches out of the blue. <laughs> and my wife figured out that when she was like, I want a peanut butter sandwich, but without the peanut butter, what that really meant was I want toast with cream cheese on it. And I don't know how she got from A to B, but she figured that out. And so every time she was like, I want a peanut butter sandwich with no peanut butter. She would just make her toast with cream cheese. She was like, this is exactly what I want. Thank you. Yo. (laughs) I asked my boys. How? Yeah. Dude. I asked my boys the other day. I said, hey, what what do you want for lunch? And I'm learning, don't fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. Because you'll end up being a short order cook. Yep, 100%. <laughs> you want a ham and cheese? Yeah, done. Mm-hmm. You want a peanut butter and jelly? Yeah, done. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you want to eat? I want a peanut butter and jelly. I want a ham and cheese. But I, what he really means is I want a ham and cheese, but I don't want the fucking bread. I just want rolled up ham and cheese. Yeah. So then you have yeah. to be, all right, you want a ham and cheese? Yes. All right, do you want it on bread? Do you want the sandwich? Mm-hmm. Cool. You want it hot? You want it cold? That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. But yeah, women, man, they they do so. Was it can't live with them? Can't live without them? Or, oh, or you some for shit? sure like, you know can't I mean? live without them. I would be. Goes right back to what I talked about in the beginning. I am a much better fucking human being because mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. And then having kids. So pediatric calls. Yep, never really bothered me. Oh, it's mm-hmm. got way worse. Oh, yeah, shit. Worse. Yeah. That's my kid now. Mm-hmm. This Every is my single kid. one. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't, that's my grandma. That's no. my cousin. That's my aunt. Fuck no. No. Now it's, that's my kid. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like that one I was talking about earlier that knocked on the door and was like, fix my dick, kid. And we showed up. 
And understandably, mom is there like, she's actually doing a remarkably good job of not freaking out, but she's kind of freaking out. Right. Understandably. Mm -hmm. And screaming on the inside. Immediately. I was like, I can't be mad at her. Like, I don't know what I would be doing in this situation. Oh, lost. Like, no idea what I would be doing. And, and I would be punching and that's inanimate with objects. Years of fire yeah, service. Like, exactly. I yeah. understand what's going on, and I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I can't put myself in those shoes, and I hopefully will never have to. But Mm-mm. I can't tell you what I would be doing in that situation. So, uh. so now we're talking about kids and family, and uh, I haven't known you that long, Chris, but I've seen you, and I've seen you interacting with your kids and your wife. I met you when you didn't have kids, and I've I've watched you be a great dad. So coming up, you guys are doing amazing jobs of being dads. Uh, nobody ever tells you that. Nobody ever tells dads that they're doing an amazing job. Mm. What's up, dude? Tell their moms. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's up? So, <laughs> camera's still on, dog. Don't make me fight you up here. <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> when was the last time somebody told you you were doing you were a good dad? Oh man, uh, it's been a while. But my wife. Really, though, is the only one I've ever heard say it. Mm. The way your daughter runs up to you. What's up, dog? What are we doing here? <laughs> Got to get some fans in here. <laughs> Dust. It's pollen. Oh, uh, those allergies are coming in real strong. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Man, Winter watching, allergies are rough. I tell you what, though. my my so Watching that little caveman Irish daughter of yours running around. <laughs> It's funny. You Am bring I that up, fucking though. wrong, dude? She's so Irish. Gosh, damn. My mom was in town for Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so obviously she's here for like a month, and right. she's gone in England for the rest of the time. So she only gets that small snippet of time with Sarah and with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she spent a lot of time with us over that month. And like right before she left, uh, we were at lunch or something, and she was talking to me, and she was just going on and on. She was like, "Man." seeing you the way you interact with Sarah and love her and play with her and just whatever she wants, you just, you're there. I, mm-hmm. It felt really good to hear that dude. And I she bet. was like, she was just like, I, I love seeing you love her mm. and experience her. Like, especially in that age. Right. Cause like, we all know, like you see the videos <laughs> pop up all the time on social media. It's like, you only got so much time. Mm-hmm. You're going to look up and it'll be the last time you picked her up. And all that, mm. and those ones are just like, ugh. right in the heart, yeah. <laughs> and before kids, fucking pussy. <laughs> now that I got, now that I got kids, the uh, Modern Family, when the da- Al Bundy is the da- is the granddad, and mm-hmm. he gives a speech at a dinner, and he's like, oh, fucked me up. Yep, I remember that. I was one, like, yeah. oh shit, I have feelings. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> What is that? <laughs> yeah. Dude. And, uh, but no, I, I met you when you didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, b- because you got a twinkle, because you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. Doing the best I can. I don't know if it's a good job yet or not. That's to be determined. You're doing a good job. So <laughs> as, a, as a man, my granddad had told me before, he said, as a man, you have a career. You have what you do for a living, and mm-hmm. then you have a job. Yeah. Your job as a man is to provide for your family, protect your family, make sure they 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 go without wants and needs, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then you have a career and you do what you do. Right. And he also said find something you do, find something you love to do and figure out how to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. 
He also said it'll quit hurting when it quits hurting when I hurt Ooh. myself. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere deep with that, and then you were just like, no, You can take it myself. any way you want to take it. <laughs> yeah, you can, shit. It'll quit hurting when it quits hurting. Whether that's you kicked a two-by-four into your knee, into your shin, mm. or you've lost someone. Because mm-hmm. uh, the stuff you've been dealing with your dad. Yeah. Stuff that I'm dealing with now with my grandmother. Mm. Uh, it's hard. Yeah. And we and, and we truck on through, and we don't talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Well, and so. I want to end it with. The liver king call. So, and that's what it is now. I talked to that dude and he was like, I was like, have you told anybody? Like, have you cried about it? And he looked me square in the face and said, no, I just buried him. Mm. It's like, bro, you better say something. Yeah. That shit will literally eat you alive inside out. And um, so I, I talked to him and he was just like, no, I just buried him. I was like, dude, it's been like a week. And that, and that was another crazy thing. It had been a week, and he was just now having an anxiety attack. It's like, bro. It's been on autopilot. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get to your emotions and get to them quick. The mm. – I just went blank. I was going to say something deep and profound. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking gone. It's almost 2 o'clock. My wife's almost work, off work, boys. Yeah, my, my yeah. I told my wife we'd be done around lunch. <laughs> I didn't say whose lunch. <laughs> it's fucking lunch in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, um. Yeah, we'll have you back on. There's a lot more we should go over. Yeah. Uh, fire tactics and shit like that. Um. And so, one thing for sure, like, have y'all seen the Boyd Street Fire in mm-hmm. L.A.? Mm-mm. Yeah. See, yeah, you got to watch the Boyd Street Fire. That's pretty fucking gnarly. Um, But there's a bunch of stuff that, you know, outside of mental health that we would like to go over to. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, Laughter is probably some of the best medicine on this bitch. Oh, yeah. Laughing is the way to get over shit. The Boyd Street Fire ain't nothing to laugh at, but it does, it raises a lot of emotions. Because they do a really good after action on it, and you get to see a bunch of it. Um. My little tidbit before we go is uh, if you're watching, uh, help us come up with a motto. Help us come up with a tagline, ethos, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, the winner will get a fill-the-box hat, uh, a shirt, T-shirt, and a challenge coin. Um, but, yeah, that's something that we're going to do. Um, so you can you can enter to win. You're already getting a challenge coin because you're getting yeah. Um, but yeah, I put it in my box. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got a, a few more guests lined up. Uh, hopefully we'll get a little bit back on track with, with the scheduling stuff and mm-hmm. get some more stuff. I hope today was good. Kind yeah. of seeing like, we're, we're really not trying to talk about one thing. Just yeah. talk about everything. everything. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nothing's off limits. Yeah. No, absolutely. nothing's off limits. So really appreciate you coming out and, Appreciate y'all talking with us. Hopefully, we'll have you on again. Mm. Come on again, talk about tactics and do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, doing awesome. it. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. 
Oh, and then your wife is hopefully going to be on the Firewives episode. Oh, we plan cool. to have a Firewives episode, um, and that'll be really cool to see the perspective now that you've laid the groundwork of what you see of her, what she sees of you. Yeah. And that'll be really cool to get like a full circle moment there. So yep. that'll be awesome. Can be an overweight and jaded <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, uh, appreciate you listening to us and uh guess we'll catch you on the next one thanks boys have fun all right i gotta pee like a mother <laughs> <laughs>